Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, my next guest, we're going to talk about the old um, Ireland's oldest rides. Now, I'm being a little bit uh, tongue-in-cheek there, but Trevor Cullen is with me. We all remember when the carnival would roll into town. You don't really see many of them anymore. There's circuses, yes, but like a vintage carnival is not something you see every day. There's one family who are trying to capture the excitement of yesteryear with their vintage carnival. They have old school rides, a carousel, even a Ferris wheel from the classic Hollywood movie Grease. Trevor Cullen from the Vintage Carnival Company is with us ahead of their appearance at the Kaleidoscope Festival this June in Blessington. How are you doing? How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Tell me how you're interested in, like, this is sort of an unconventional hobby, job, vocation. How did this, this, how did this all start? Well, I was born into the entertainment industry with my mum and dad being, my dad was a trumpet player, played in bands, and then he ended up playing for circuses. My mother played the tuba, an instrument, and she danced, and they came from a, on my mum's side, she was from a, an artistic family from the UK. Right. Who did vaudeville sh- sort of shows and all that sort of stuff. And were and they then, both like in Carnival Circuit? Like were you travelling around a lot? M- no. Well, my dad had a travelling cinema one stage and then they were in the fit-ups doing drama and variety and all that sort of stuff. So right. we, that's that's the essence of who we are is, is we come from that. And then I was born into it. But I would have had a traditional enough upbringing. I, I was in school, school friends, did all my schooling, ended up in Mile Park College in Clondalkin. Then I went to Ballyferm at Senior College in the early 80s and uh, still had the same friend. So I had kind of a normal upbringing, but a very unusual summer programme. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> you know, because you'd be travelling around. Touring festivals, uh, built up beside marquees with bands playing and we'd be, we'd be providing the fairground, you know, so. And so was it something that you always knew, oh, I'm going to kind of carry on this legacy I'm, or, no. or at some point were you like, this uh, is... No, I, I completely fell out of love with it in... I probably coincided with my my son being born, Timmy. Right, okay. And probably the 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 funny thing about this is Timmy's ended up working with me now. Okay, oh, he's my driver. He drives me to keep going. And uh, uh, when when Timmy was born, it was very insecure. In the eighties, eighties were were kind of starvation for fairground answers. We all struggled through the eighties, all of us that industry. Mm-hmm. So it was very insecure. So I was never going to be able to afford to to put a, get a mortgage or so. When, when Timmy was born, I took a long walk. I went off one day and I walked actually from Bray to Gorey. I know that sounds like a... Bray to go as in in Wexford? Yeah, I walked the whole day. I had to come up with a plan now. I did have an incentive at the end of, of the, the journey was my friend was having a party in Gorey. Okay, night. right. So there was, there was going to be a few beers at the end of it. So uh, I came up, I, I started, a, I got an idea for an advertising, small advertising business and that gave me the foundation to get a mortgage, bit of security, have a home for my family, mm-hmm. blah blah, blah and get. So, I stayed in that for, I don't know, twelve years. For never particularly loved it. Met really great people around it, but never particularly loved it. And then, of course, the crash came in two thousand seven, and my business was the cream of the advertising. When they had big budgets, advertisers they'd use me for to finish it off. Right. Okay. So I was the first one that that first the, the phone wasn't ringing for. Yes. Okay. So, I had decided that I was going to you know if this was to crash and I was to go under I was going to do a, a fairground with my vision what I wanted which was hobby horses nostalgia something wholesome family uh, 
for people to lose themselves in but quiet you mean like not too loud and crass and yeah, uh, neon and, uh, where mams and dads wants to bring their kids okay right that they know their kids are in a kind of a safe comfortable environment that it's not loud music flashing lights but it's plus the stories from the the, the mams and dads would have been on these in the 50s and 60s and 70s like I spend my time if I mind the old vintage chair planes which I bought after the first carousel I bought a set of vintage chair planes from, from London mm-hmm. and I rebuilt them and I ended up minding them actually in the Street Entertainers Festival in Dublin or whatever it was but the name of the exact name I don't remember but we were in Manchester Square somewhere or, or um, up there near Hollis Street Hospital Yes okay Marion Square Marion Square yes. exactly and I spent my day talking to uh, people About in the sixties and seventies, and they were they were telling me, "No, we were on these and such and such and inchy core and blah blah blah." So it's that sort of thing I want to create. So tell me, so 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 the the recession happens, the advertising goes, and you decide what's the first thing you buy, or do you already have this equipment from your parents? No, or I, I I nothing left from my parents. Okay, nothing. so what did you buy first, and where did you find it? I found it. In, well, I've obviously still had my fingers in many pies of people and, and, and uh, contacts within the industry. And I found an old vintage carousel in Glasgow. Right. A kiddies one, hobby horses. And the great thing about kids is they're extremely loyal to that sort of playful entertainment. Cups so and saucers, this kiddies. gentle ride that I'm imagining of like yeah. sitting on a horse and it goes and up, and up and down, down and around in a circle. So Perfect. I, I thought, right, here, because I got a little bit of... Uh, know how with the advertising I thought this would be a good marketing tool I'll get you know children's parties I'll get corporate days I'll get you know with this I can actually use this and that was my platform and I started buying just things that people weren't using anymore uh, like in Germany and that were forgotten about pieces that were forgotten about I brought them home we did them up but they kept their natural look yes okay and they're very quiet and very old time and they're extremely popular and mums and dads love seeing their kids in them and we've grown from there. We've grown quite big from there. Tell us about the uh, the Ferris wheel from Greece. Right. I'll, I'll do a brief synopsis of, the, yeah, of, the, uh, of it. Uh, I thought that would be my full stop for what we Like, I have a very understanding wife. I've... My wife, Emiliana, she's from Italy and she puts up with me coming back with ridiculous things all the time. Yeah, because I'm imagining like I get annoyed when my husband comes back from Lidl with something that's too big for the house. Like, where do you put this? And is she not like, oh, for God's sake, what is this? I'll tell you what, I just uh, briefly, I bought a truck about six weeks ago, a 1958 truck, because I'm starting to move this stuff with with, uh, vehicles of the day. I want to move with that. And I arrive. The whole thing is authentic, right? Yeah, so I arrive back with this truck. And my wife, and I don't want to insult anybody from Italy, but she looked at me and she said, you know, you don't have a car, you know. What are you doing? What, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I had this old vintage truck sitting outside our house. Like a huge, like I'm uh, imagining the Coca-Cola Christmas truck. It, yeah, but it's it's of the 50s time. With oh, a long wow. nose, real character face. Oh, wow. And so I've got three of those now. So, so Do you practice outside your house? No, I no. did that one because I came straight from the ferry. <laughs> okay, okay. After being away for three days. But anyway, I uh, so the Ferris wheel was... I thought it was the full stop. This yeah. is going to be the full stop for, for us. We'll have this Ferris wheel. I get it. But they're built in America. So I flew to New York, met a guy off Coney Island. Didn't like him. He was annoying, loud. So he wasn't the sort of guy I wanted to deal with. And then I went to K- Kentucky and I ended up in Nashville, staying with a guitarist friend of mine that I used to play in a band with years ago. And then I drove to Cincinnati to right. meet my last character. 
And, and These were all characters who were selling first fields. Yeah, and right, this okay. guy was was left the field. He was a, a basketball coach and an English le- lecturer in Cincinnati. And he, he bought this wheel to subsidise his income. And uh, he was selling it now. A man called Tom Head, six foot six, great character, a bit of a John Main sort of character. And I really liked him. I loved the Ferris wheel. I did, did a deal with him there and then. And so, how do you bring that back? Like, Well, I got it shipped. It was supposed to come back to New York, but that was another story. He never arrived with it. And me and my son got ended up in New York waiting for him and he never arrived. Oh so God. we walked around New York for three days. We pretended we were having a bad time, but we actually went to see Steely Dan and did all the sights. <laughs> the two of us were going around for flags. But you had to play the, play the play. poor boy This is an awful traumatic yeah, yeah, yeah. experience for us. But uh, so we, it was, it was, I got it shipped from Baltimore to Liverpool, Liverpool to Dublin. And the guy I bought it off came over twice. To help, to set, help it set it up on his own, he paid for himself. So That's really a good nice character, guy. really good guy. So probably felt really guilty though for bringing you all the way to New York. To yeah, we did me a favour, really, in fairness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Steely Dan. Yeah. Uh, and so, what else do you have? So you have you have the Ferris wheel, you have the hobby horses. Did you say you had chair planes? Chair planes. They were built in 1906 in Germany. Okay, I have to ask you. Am I getting onto something that's built in 1906 and confident that it's like, how are yeah. these maintained? Well, you see, the thing is, they're maintained by, we have to get everything x-rayed. Right, we, okay. We've got engineers reports, health and safety reports, electrical reports. We have, it's, you know, before start out, there's like people arriving every day to, to, to check. Do, yeah, to and do actually, these... something that's born in 1906, like I'm, are built in 1906, I feel like, for example, my grandmother had a washing machine that lasted about 45 years, right? Now she's passed. Yeah. But washing machines these days last about to, you know, obsolescence yeah. is kind of built of into these things. Yeah, so yeah. maybe it's more trustworthy because the well, engineer... But the thing is, they are very calm, very slow moving. Right, and, okay. And, but they're checked ter- thoroughly, constantly. Con- they're actually being painted at the moment. I've got my brother-in-law, Billy's doing it. He's an art- artist. He's down doing Hand painting. painting them like that's guy, incredible. Roberto's fixing it and putting it all together. So we're constantly at it, you know. So, uh, so they are safe. I love the idea of that because these new fairgrounds that come in like they're so loud and the things are going so fast and like well I'm autistic so sensory overload is something that's like very intense for me. That's something you touched on now because we get a lot of a lot of, of parents with autistic children coming to us because they say it's so calm. It's so the calm. The kids feel in control. Yes and it's they not fe- so overwhelming. And our, like the guys that run it and the girls that, that all of us together we always are very very you know if an autistic if you want it switched off, switch it off. Let them feel that they're in control, blah, blah, blah. So it works. So, so there's no noise. I love that. Tell us yeah. about the Kaleidoscope Festival, where we can find you, when it is. Right. Kaleidoscope. It's it's in Rusborough House. Yes. 24th to 26th of June. Okay. 40 acres of most beautiful, beautiful land it's, and beautiful house. Incredible, incredible surroundings. It's got everything. It really has. And how I know it's got everything because I brought my kids to it. To, to, I've got Timmy and I've got Julia and Gijo, Gianluigi. Yeah. And Julia's nine, but she would have been six at the time. Okay. And I actually partook. I went, I was one of the crowd and I went into one of the circus tents and the King Kong Club was on. I've never, I didn't really know them. Yeah. And it blew us away. So we had the family experience. It's a very, very family orientated. Uh, it's one of a, one of a kind. And something there for everyone. Everybody, absolutely everybody. Grannies, granddads, mums, dads, kids. It's for teenagers. It's for everybody. Now we bring a great setup to it as well. We've got all the, the traditional rides. We've got some maybe more contemporary rides as well. But it's it it's the most family friendly. The people that go to it seem to end up owning it. Right, okay. It's that sort of festival. Like there's no noise at night when people go to bed. I'd say if somebody takes out a guitar, they're told, 
Excuse yeah. me, now we're up in the morning. We've got <laughs> our energies. <laughs> yeah. We've got kids now. You know, I love that. Lovely. There's a lovely feeling in it because I stayed. I stayed with 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 the 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 people at the punters. You know, it sounds absolutely gorgeous. So that's the Kaleidoscope Festival. You can find it online, and that is Trevor Cullen from the Vintage Carousel Company who will be there with his vintage carousel. Something for everyone, quiet, not too overwhelming. I'm sure there's something slightly more adventurous somewhere else in the park if that's what you're looking for, but it's not for me. Trevor, thank you so very much for that. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.